Welcome back to another episode of A Time Such As This. Today we have a special guest, one of my good friends named Michael, and we're going to be talking about um, what it looks like to seek the Lord in a secular setting. Um, It can be really hard sometimes when you're surrounded by people who don't know the Lord. Um, You might feel alone. You might feel like you are the only one left, Um, but we're going to talk about why that's not true and how to get through those difficult times. Um, So Michael's going to tell us a little bit about himself. He's going to pray us in, and we're going to get started on talking about all this fun stuff. Hello. Um, My name is Michael. I am a college student. This is my second year in college. I go to go to a community college. Um, Not sure what I'm studying yet. Uh, I go to a couple of youth group kind of stuff and I do a young adults group. Um, I just love serving at church and I love uh, talking about God. So this will be fun. Um, I'm just going to pray for us and we'll get started. Jesus, thank you for um, making this an opportunity where just something possible where we can talk from different houses and different places and we can talk about you and just school in general and um, tips and just ways that we can seek you through um, college and going to school, God. I pray that we can honor you with our voices and that anything dumb or stupid that we say, you can just remove from the mind of all of the listeners, God. So I pray that we can honor you in this time and I pray that uh, this is fruitful. Amen. Okay. Amen. So good. Thank you. Um, so I guess I'll just jump right in and we can start talking about, um, some of the struggles that you have encountered while going to school, especially being a Christian and being surrounded by people who might not know who Jesus is. Yeah. So definitely been plenty. There's definitely a bunch of different struggles. Um, there's like personal struggles where you kind of have a hard time just even following God in college. And then there's you know, struggles where you're representing a bad job because it's like you're under a microscope when you're in class or just around people in school, especially if you're living on campus and like you're surrounded by a bunch of unbelievers all the time. You're like literally under a microscope and people are going to be seeing, um, God through you so some struggles I've had to deal with have just been like realizing like that I can't use school as just a place for me to like do whatever I want and act Mm. however I want and not represent God Um, I definitely did that for most for the first year of college um, where I would just use it to kind of just have an outlet where I'm not under the eyes of like my brothers and sisters at church and it definitely um like it it, it's still hard but like I've kind of just changed my perspective on school yeah uh how so you said that you kind of used that first year of college to kind of do your own thing um how did that affect your spiritual life because you'd go to school do whatever you were doing and then you would come back and go to church did you notice any difference in the way that you um worshiped or the way that your spiritual life was going personally yeah um 
I think honestly I was blind to it for a good bit and I didn't even notice or I didn't even like it wasn't even a thing that I was aware that I was doing but I like I definitely was so I think when I realized like how much I was sinning mm-hmm. all the time and not kind of the perspective like wow I'm like doing pretty good like I'm a Christian I'm in college like and I'm not like you know drinking and smoking like that's pretty good like it kind of I had to be like humbled just by like people around me and friends to like realize wow like I could do way better than what I'm doing and then when I realized that I'm like oh my gosh and I have like all these people at school that like don't know Jesus and now me telling them like I don't know, in like a, a speech I may have given during speech class or like a paper that I wrote talking about my faith at all, they're going to be viewing Christ as this like mm. hypocrite, like someone that's cussing and like talking about, I don't know, girls or whatever, just whatever you can think of. Like I was not doing a great job representing Jesus, if that makes No, that makes sense. a lot of sense. And I think that something I think that's something that is really easy to get caught up into as well because we're like oh like I have my own desires I have my own interests but instead of living our lives through the lens of Christ we're living the lines our lives through our own lenses but when we claim to be Christians people are seeing Jesus through us and so if we're doing all these things that we know we shouldn't be doing um it's hard, you know, then we're giving people a tainted view. Like what you said, it's like almost a hypocritical view of, of what Christianity is. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Um, so considering all that, you said you're in your second year, it's at the end of the second year, you said for the first year, um, you're kind of doing your own thing. How has your relationship with God changed then since you started school? Um, so I'll start at the beginning of college. Uh, I remember like going into college, like it was um, like a bunch of stuff happened in the summer before that, where I kind of just went off the walls, like lost my relationship with God. So it's almost like restarting yeah. in a way. Like I, I knew everything, but I like kind of just lost myself in sin and different things. So I had to like, I was going into college, like, almost like a new Christian in a way. Like, I was kind of just fixing my relationship with God. And so my 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 head was not in a place of, like, the work that God had for me. But it was more in a place of, like, okay, like, I need to figure out my life and, like, figure out my life with God. And so I'd say, like, the first year, like, it was just me, like, growing in my church group and like realizing and getting a foundation and still like messing up all the time at school and like at home and not like realizing you know the importance of where I why I was at school and then I'd say coming on to my second year of school like I've already gone into a year of like trusting God and um, you know just trying to like better myself Mm -hmm. for Jesus and walking with the Lord and then so going into my second year wasn't like the third so my third semester and wasn't like the best year I definitely did a better job at like uh, talking about Jesus and 
like making it obvious that I'm a Christian, like not necessarily obvious with my actions, like it should be, but obvious with like my words and like being open about it. Like before I was almost mm-hmm. scared to bring it up. At this point, I was okay with talking about it. And just a lot of different things happened. And I, I had some good conversations and I was able to maintain some friendships um, to this semester, which is like, I'd say my semester where like I finally realized like, oh my gosh, I'm going to school with a bunch of like lost people and I can actually have an impact if I try. Yeah, that's awesome. And God will. Like even just an example, there was this, uh, a friend of mine that I had in a sign language class from last semester and he like knew that I went to church like three times a week. And so he would ask me about that sometimes. And then this semester came around and we somehow started talking about God. And then that, that gave me a chance to like follow up with him, invite him to church. And like, we've had some really good talks and like he acknowledges that it's like, has to be true. Like Jesus had to have died on the cross. So cool. And like, it's been, it's been super, like just once I finally realized like that there's a way bigger plan than just me getting my education involved in me going to college then like that has brought like a bunch of opportunities in like a change of mindset so like I guess going back to the original question my relationship with God has like been grown like tremendously just from having to go to school still and like be disciplined in that and be around a bunch of people like not just being around a bunch of Mm like-minded people that like obviously are gonna think the same way I think about most things, and I've I've never like when you're at church like you don't necessarily have a have a need for a defense mm-hmm. of Christ like everyone there is mostly uh, like a Christian, so it's been like pretty useful for me to have to be able to defend my faith and talk about it openly with other people and not. Um, just be sheltered at church. Yeah, that's really cool. I think um, because obviously you're going to have your own set of problems if you even went to a Christian school as well, like I, like I did, um, because there were, there were obstacles and different things um, with people, you know, saying that they believed in Jesus and they were acting like they didn't. But here it's, it's a completely different realm because you don't even have necessarily a, a support of, you know, like, oh, well, yeah, I'm dealing with these people and it's like, okay, well that's okay. Cause I have my little, you know, college group over here. That's going to help me, you know, walk through that. You're kind of doing it on your own, which is cool because it makes you less dependent on people and more dependent on God. Um, and that's oh, super yeah. cool that you get to, you get to experience that. Cause not, not a lot of people, not a lot of people do. They just kind of go in do what they got to do, take their classes and, and get it done. But I think, what you're talking about really ties into the great commission and what Jesus tells us, you know, go out into all the world and make disciples, teaching them to obey everything I've commanded you and baptizing them. And so like you get to be a part of that, even if it's just like your local community college, like that's, you're still going out and you're still being light. And I think that's awesome. Um, So because you, you mentioned like how you realized this semester that, you're going to school with a bunch of lost people and people that don't know the Lord. Have you noticed a difference in how you interact with people because of that realization, like in general? 
definitely like I have to be extra careful and kind if I'm like I can't like I have to be ready to like put on a hap not even a happy face just a positive outlook and always be helpful mm-hmm. and kind like and do my best to act as if I was Jesus talking to this person um and it's definitely like <laughs> yeah <laughs> it's not it's not easy it's pretty difficult because even like because I play like a just like a sport at my school I play tennis and like all the players on my team like do not know Jesus and they're all like oh like why won't you cuss like like why don't you look at this picture of a girl we're trying to show you like come on like just stuff like that and I have to be like no like sorry like I'm just I don't do that I'm okay like I and that like puts sets me apart from them and that means they're going to be looking at me for like any kind of like they're going to put me in a pedestal because well it's kind of like what you mentioned earlier of like living underneath a microscope at that point because you've already shown that you're not going to do the things that they're doing and and it's because you believe in Jesus and so um they're going to look at you no matter what you're doing um and be like well is he being a Christian or is he not living up to what he said um it's really interesting but I think it's so cool because in those moments like God gives us the self-control and the ability to say no to those things. And like, we have to, we have to trust him obviously. And we can't just like put God to the test and walk into some super sinful place that we know we shouldn't be in and be like, I'm going to be fine because I have Jesus. And it's like, well, Jesus wasn't an idiot either. Like (laughs) he was a smart guy. Um, and he calls us to be wise as well. So, um, but I think like that's really important and it's definitely hard to do because peer pressure, especially when you're at a school that doesn't have a lot of people with like minds as you like you, it's natural for human beings to want to fit in and to, to be loved and cared for by their peers, oh, yeah. especially people their age. And so I know even going to a Christian school, like I definitely struggled with that a little bit, um, wanting everybody to like me and play along with the jokes and but it, I mean, we have to, we're called to be holy as he's holy. So definitely, definitely good things to learn. Um, so I guess talking about all these things and all these things that you did of um, saying no to these, looking at these pictures and cussing, blah, blah, blah. What would your advice be to someone who's in college already or someone who's about to go to school who knows Jesus kind of knows him wants to hold on to their faith throughout college like what would be your biggest piece of advice to them and you can break this off to as many different pieces as you want but just kind of like go into it okay so i'm gonna start with like a person if you are like a genuine like you are solid in your faith like you know god like you're sure about it like this is the choice and you're gonna end up going to like a school I don't like UCLA or something like where you're moving away and you're losing like your home church and your your family like my best advice would just be like find a church and like make friends that are Christians like most not most some of the like the big universities will have bible studies and it's crazy how small they're going to be and how like little Christians there are these big schools like it's 
it's kind of disheartening in a way, but it's also exciting because you are one of very small group that gets to represent Jesus to all these people. Um, like I have some friends that go to like UCLA and it's also like God's going to use like the time that you're in college for different, like it might not just like, you're going to grow in a bunch of different ways. It's not just going to be you representing God for four years. It's going to be like, you're going to be challenged like, mm-hmm. for four years, like with, with people like debating yeah. you on your faith, questioning you and like different things you having to explain like why I pray and why this is important and how like the Bible is true. Like you're going to get a bunch of different um, things happening and that's why it's so important to get connected just to a church and like a Bible study with your peers because you need like a place where you can go and be like filled up and a place where mm-hmm. you can go in um, just like even like cry with your friends and just have someone to encourage you and um, like lift you up in like this like battlefield that you're essentially in all the time um, definitely get involved in a church and for the people that like aren't um, solid like this is going to be like a huge time for you to like figure that out because if you're moving away like now this isn't going to be I go to church on Sunday because my parents make me this is going to be like a time for you to seek truth and I promise you like if you're genuinely seeking what is true like you're going to end up finding Jesus so uh, like that would be like my best advice like don't just take college as a time to like let loose because that's what most people do and a lot of people get themselves in like pretty big trouble for that like they end up dropping out and having to like restart a bunch of different stuff and like you're better off like being a good student and um, like seeking out what's actually true and you'll find Jesus and that will be like a huge blessing for you because you will go from I kind of went to church because of my parents to like now you have like your own grounded faith and it is built for like this this and that and like through this experience and something you read here and there and something that your pastor said, like, it's not going to be, you're not going to be writing mm-hmm. on your parents' faith anymore or anyone yeah, else. Yeah. And I can even attest to that. Like even going to a Christian school, there's a lot of kids, like I said, some of them didn't know Jesus. Some of them were of different faiths. Um, and some of them claimed to know Jesus and were living the complete opposite. But what really helped me because I moved across the country um, was finding a church and becoming involved in that church, not just going on Sundays, um, but getting involved in a Bible study throughout the week or serving on Sundays or serving um, throughout the week or maybe when you're a year or two in serving as a small group leader within that college ministry at that church or in a young adults ministry at that church. Um, because it's in moments like those where God is going to really teach you and strengthen your faith. Um, and he promises us to, in his word, like when you seek him with all of your heart, that you will find him. And so even just giving him the opportunity, um, and being willing to allow him to show up, he's gonna, he's gonna show up and it's going to be awesome. Um, but it takes some initiative and it's definitely hard, um, because you're going to have a lot of people who are like, Oh, you should just hang out with us instead. Like, you don't need to go to Bible study. You can go next week. Well, 
I can assure you from experience that the moment you start doing that is the moment you're going to start slipping out because I would do stuff like that or, oh, I actually have to work tonight. I'll try to see if I can uh, not get scheduled next week. Well, I ended up getting scheduled that day every week. And I was like, you know what? The money is better. I can, I go to church on Sunday. It's fine. And I really became dry in my spirituality with, in my relationship with the Lord. And that was just because of one simple decision to skip one week. And then I was skipping all the weeks. Um, but that's why community is so important because then, you know, there's people to keep you accountable. I mean, I was getting text messages saying like, Hey, like, where are you at? Like, what are you doing? Um, and that's really important. Um, so I, I agree completely. I think that seeking out Christian community and finding a church where you're at, um, and getting involved. And even if you like what Michael is saying, like, even if you're staying home, um, and you're commuting and you get to continue going to the church that you grew up going to challenge yourself to get more involved. If you just go on Sundays, then start getting involved with the youth ministry or with other ministries that your church has going. Um, And if you don't see a ministry that fits what you think your gifts and talents are, then pray about it and see if God has it for you to start a ministry. Um, Something that's, Super special to me is just working with kids with special needs. And that's not a common ministry to have at a church. Um, And so like one of my goals is to start a special needs specific ministry at the church that I go to. So it's just stuff like that, that you could kind of keep yourself moving. And even if you don't want to do it, pushing through that produces growth. So um, I think that's really important. Definitely. Definitely. Um, so what has school um, taught you as far as like what try how trials are to be approached in life? Because I know, you know, we just talked about like these different trials that college can bring on um, as far as like becoming apathetic in your faith. But how has school shaped you personally in regards to what trials look like? Yeah, Um I think school has shaped just like my perspective on what a trial is. Like a trial doesn't have to be um, like a family member dying or like a, I don't know, like a bout of depression. Like it could literally just be like having to force yourself to do something that you hate, like for four, (laughs) for four years. Like it could, it could be just having to wake up in the morning every day at six and drive to school. Um, I think for me, God's taught me a lot that, that these trials are, um, like gonna, I'm trying to think what to say. They're, they're going Mm -hmm. to produce character, if that makes sense. So like me getting up at six, even though it's like my least favorite thing to do, like gives me a way, like it produces character in the fact that. I am going to make sure that I'm on mm-hmm. time to class and it's going to be like something I do. And that's going to be something useful for the rest of my life that I have the ability to wake up every day and be somewhere on time. Um, and just being a good student produces character and like the trial of like, you just your academics, like it's easy to be lazy in your schooling. And I, I think that's like my biggest struggle in school now is just putting in the extra work 
to like do excellent in my classes and not just like yeah. average or decent. So that's like a trial that I'm going through now that I have to like fight because I would much rather just get through it and then find something that I find meaning in when in reality I'm like representing who a Christian is to my teacher and just to my family when I'm when I'm you know doing all my schoolwork and doing well because I I know I could like get straight A's and stuff if I really put in the effort and I always use the excuse like well like I'm busy at church and stuff like that but I I'm not that busy like I could find time to get all my schoolwork done and I've been having to learn and like the trial sometimes you fail like I've had some I've been getting lucky, but I've had some close calls where, like, I might not be able to go to my next step, like, my next college step because I was lazy and, like, dropped out of certain courses in certain semesters and did poorly in certain classes, and I closed a lot of doors because of that. So I'm kind of just learning about life in general, like, that your um, choices now affect, like, your future forever. And, like, you need to, like, even consider that like your prayers now are going to affect your future. Your your decision to read every day is going to affect your future because if you're reading every day, you're more likely, you're going to make the wiser choice and you're going to put in the effort which could bless you later on. And if you're praying, like God is going to answer the prayers and you might not see the, the fruit of that mm-hmm. for years. So just, I've learned that like, I have to be like on like, I can't get yeah. lazy with God. And I think that's like what it all comes down to. School teaches you how to like not be lazy and how to like be industrious and stuff like you don't care about at all. Like it could be your math class. And for me, like I hate my math class, but I know I have yeah, to do it. That's true. And I think you, no, I, it's true, I though. agree with you completely. It's just, it's funny because, like, I know how that goes and, like, I know how it feels and I'm just laughing because. Yeah, I'm so bad <laughs> at it. That's how I felt about my physics class. I was not a big fan of that class at all, but. That was, like, me all of high school, too. Like, if anyone's in high school listening, like, we get it. Like, you're taking a bunch of pointless classes and we're sorry. <laughs> well, I mean, with what you just said, they're not completely pointless. Yeah, you're right. You're right. I'm sorry. I take it back. <laughs> no, it's fine, though. I get what you're saying. I like, take it, it feels back. pointless in the moment. But, like, I love what you said, though, a second ago. is like, your choices now, like, will affect you in the future. And I, even though you were intending to mean, like, your schooling. But that goes for your relationship with Jesus as well. Um, like, your oh, yeah. choices now are going to affect how you are later in every aspect of your life um and I think that's really important to remember and I think one thing connecting to laziness that you're talking about too like God showed me that I was making my uh, I was putting Jesus around my schedule and I was scheduling my time with him around all the other things I had to do when in reality I should be making my schedule around Jesus um and it kind of ties back to like what I had mentioned about school before. Um, Cause if you don't know about my whole story with Baylor, basically um, I went there for a little while and then I stopped going to school. Cause there was a lot of issues going on and I just started working full time. 
But I went from going to church three times a week to going once a week because I was like, I'm working 50 hours a week. I'm about to make this money. I'm a manager. Like, I'm going to do all these cool things. But my relationship with God really suffered. And in turn, like, I really suffered. Like, I that was – I'm barely getting out of that. And that, that whole season of my life lasted for, like, a year and four months. And it sucked. Like, I was just so – oh, it, it sucked, sucked so much. <laughs> like, it – it was horrible, but that I learned a valuable lesson of put God first. And I don't know why I didn't realize that, like that. I feel like that's something that's so common, but it just shows you how easy it is to get caught up in school in work or in all the other things that we're involved in, in this life. When in reality, our sole purpose is to bring glory to God and to um, tell other people about him. And so that's one thing that I've really been trying to be better about is, you know, scheduling all the other things that I'm supposed to be doing around the Lord. And so with work now, like I have, what does that look like? If you're, let's say you're in work, you're just working, you're not going to school, which is great. Make that money, do what you got to do. But if you're going to be involved in church, you need to make sure if you don't work at an amazing place like me at Chick-fil-A, you don't have Sundays off automatically, (laughs) then you need to find a way to get Sunday off. And then I would encourage you also to find another way to get another day in the week off that aligns with a Bible study or a small group at your church. Um, And I know you're thinking, wait a second, that means I'm only working five days a week. Yes, ma'am, it does. But that is just what? Wait a second. (laughs) I know. Five days a week. But. That's honestly where trust comes in because uh, God is going to provide for you. It says all over the Bible a million jillion times he's going to provide. Um, And that's a big faith builder. Are you going to trust him that all your needs are going to be met with you only working five days a week? I don't know. Or, and maybe you don't take the whole day off for the day you have Bible study, but just make sure that you have enough time. You're not racing after work to possibly make it to bible study like give yourself enough time to go home get out of your uniform maybe even take a shower so you don't smell like chicken because sometimes i would come home from chick-fil-a smelling like chicken (laughs) and my parents were like taylor wow you really smell like grease and chicken like great take a shower get dressed grab your bible pray even and then go to bible study and then you're not tripping so maybe you can work six days a week just work a little less on the day that you have Bible study, but it's so, so, so important to be involved in godly community and to be fellowshipping with believers. Bible talks a lot about meeting together and encouraging one another to do good things. Um, and so it's super, super important. And if you're in school, don't schedule classes when you have Bible study or when you're supposed to be in church. And I know what you're thinking, but I need that class to graduate. Well, guess what? God is all knowing and all powerful. And when we honor him, he honors us. And I will bet everything that I own. That's that's saying a lot here. Okay. It kind of scared me. It kind of scared me saying that. Oh, a bit. Not even gonna lie. I'm like, should I take that back? No, but I, I believe it. Like if you're honoring God, like he's going to make sure that you get all that you need. Like you're going to have all the classes you need. You're going to have everything that you need. And it might not look the way that you want it to, because we tend to have our own visions of what things should look like. It'll look like how God wants it to look, and that's all that matters because God has 
a amazing purpose for us. And when we are called to that purpose and when we love him genuinely, everything's going to work out for our benefit and for his glory. So I think just trusting in that and scheduling everything in our lives around our relationship with Jesus, our life's going to look incredibly different and it's going to be more fulfilling and more awesome. But no matter what you do, whether you're working or in school, um, just make sure that Jesus is at the center of it um, and that you're spending time with him daily. Like what Michael said, reading and praying daily is honestly a life changer. Life changer. But all that being said, um, I appreciate you, Michael, for being on our podcast. We were reaching the 40, reaching the 40 minute mark. So I don't want to you know, bore anybody with our ridiculous antics, but um, I appreciate all that you have to say and how much you love Jesus. Thank you for joining yeah. me. And uh, just so you all listeners know, the next three weeks, um, we're going to have guests. We're going to go on a little bit of a dating series for a little bit, and we're going to have a guest talking about his testimony. So stay tuned for those, and I'll be posting on our social media to kind of like get you guys cued in and ready for those. Um, But anyways, have a great day. I love you all. If you have any questions, please message me. And I'm kind of just going to put Michael on the spot here. But if you have any questions about things he said, you can message him too. Cool. Yep. (laughs) I guess that's true. And if not, he'll just redirect you to me. He'll be like, actually, go ask Taylor that. Um, Yeah. (laughs) He's going to be like, no, I don't want to answer your question. No, I'm kidding. Um, He's cool. But anyways, have a great day, everybody, and we'll talk to you later.